Hello and welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to be talking about deciphering whether you're in love or in lust and going over just all the different tips and things to help you figure out if you actually are in love with somebody or if you're just in the honeymoon phase or you're just super attracted to them. So yeah, we're going to be going over that. But before we do that, I want to give a life update and I want to do a thought of the day because I haven't really done a thought of the day in a while. So I thought I would bring that back. What's your thought of the day? So my thought of the day today is something that I've heard before, but it basically says that life is hard so just choose your hard I don't know I thought that was super motivating because going to work sometimes sucks but also like not having money would suck even more like going to the gym is hard but also not loving my body is hard so I got a gym membership today that's another life update I got a membership at LA Fitness and it's gonna be nice I'm excited you're just gonna let people know where you're working out now <laughs> they don't do know they which one you? There's locations everywhere in the world. (laughs) You think someone is going to come try and find me working out like they care? (laughs) I mean... If there's a stalker listening, yeah. Yeah. They don't know what time I go. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) I can never reveal what time I go or where. Yeah, but if they sit out there all day, then they'll figure it out, so... Yeah, but they got to go to every location. (laughs) One day they'll catch you. If someone's really dedicated. I mean, we'll see. It's only the first day that I've been going, so there's a very high possibility that I don't keep this up, but I really want to. Like, I haven't had a gym membership for a year, since 2020, and it's just been bad. I've honestly hated not working out, and I really want to get back into it. I used to be really, really into working out and eating healthy, And I still am, but I'm just not as much. And so I'm trying to motivate myself to get back into it. Do you have any life updates? No, but I was going to go over our... (laughs) Wait, I actually have one more. Me and Chris went to the beach. Oh, were you going to say something? Yeah, you just asked me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you go first and then I'll say mine. Go first. I mean, I guess my life update was I was going to go over our dream boards because I found them in the closet the other day. No, Whoa. it's called a mood board. Or wait, what is that called? The vision board. Oh, vision board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Either way, I found it in the closet. It's not like we have them out. But <laughs> I was looking over it and I was like, oh, I've gotten a lot of stuff done on here that I didn't even realize. Really? Let's yeah, like look at we them. went to Joshua Tree, went to Cabo, some pictures of old cars on there. And you and got an, an old, old car. car. Um, I'm about to graduate, which is crazy. And I have a graduation on there somewhere. There were, like, new places, and we moved to a new place, so... I'm just going to give a recap. If you guys didn't listen to our goal-making vision board episode, we released it in January to go over some goals for the new year. And we also made vision boards, and we put a bunch of pictures of things that we want to accomplish in 2021 on the board. So, so far, Chris, you're doing really good. What did I even put on my board? It's behind that one. Check it out. Let me go look. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My board has like pictures of books. I've literally read like half a book this year so far. It has like motivational workout pictures, which I started today. So (laughs) 
Better late than never. Better late than never. I have a picture that says, greetings from out of office with like mountains in the background. So I guess that counts when we went to Joshua Tree. I do have a picture of an old car on here too. So look at us go. I've got, I've done like three things on here. I have a picture of my hair goals and I just bought new shampoo for myself yesterday. So I don't know if that counts. You buy new new shampoo every (laughs) single week. No, it's because I, I have never found one that I actually really enjoy. And I like to use products that are sulfate free, paraben free, all natural, organic. And I got so many positive reviews for this one shampoo called Olaplex. So I'm going to try that and we'll see. And then if not, then it goes in the pile. The cycle continues. <laughs> the pile of my endless shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> I know what happens when I hate like a beauty product or something like face lotion or shampoo or body wash or whatever. I just put it like in this corner of the shower and then that's just like what Chris will use. (laughs) And like my pile of like new stuff sits in this other corner and then like anything that I don't want, I just put in like Chris's pile and it's like being like the second child. You get all the hand me downs. (laughs) But I feel like for guys, like, your skin is so clear and your hair just, like, looks good no matter what products you use. Like, you could literally wash your face with just a bar of soap. Like, there's the 15-in-1 men's thing where it's, like, <laughs> yeah. shampoo, conditioner, body wash, Yeah, the, the 15-in-1, it's everything. Deodorant. It can so have bad. so much different things in it. <laughs> and we just put it all over our body and call it good. I know. <laughs> The other day, though, I was looking for my face wash, and it's an exfoliating face wash with, like, these little beads, and I was looking for it everywhere, and I was like, where is this? Like, I know I didn't bring it anywhere. I just leave it at home, and then I found it in your gym bag. Yeah, you You stole it. Yeah, that one's a good one after the sauna, (laughs) because then my pores are all open, so. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. I've got some good recommendations. Seriously, though, I love researching skincare and hair care products. Well, hair, I just started getting more into. But skincare, I have done so much research on. So if you have any questions about skincare products, definitely ask me because I love to I love to share my recommendations on that. So, what yeah. other life updates do you have, though? Oh, well, the one I was going to say earlier is that we went to the beach with Rocky, and she literally pooped in the car on the way there, so that was awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was such a long drive, though. I know. We we went to Malibu, and as soon as we parked, we found a parking spot, finally. Rocky pooped all over the car, so love that. <laughs> it was awesome. Luckily, we had, like, this little hammock thing a dog hammock or whatever so just covers the whole back seat and it didn't get anywhere in the car we just took the car hammock out and threw it away so we'll have to buy a new one but honestly it was worth it because i we did not feel like cleaning that and like how would we have cleaned that we were in the middle of nowhere in malibu it was bad and rocky felt so bad like you could tell that she was just stressed and sad and i felt so bad too but she'll go eight hours literally all day long without going pee or poop or anything and then as soon as we get in the car, she has to go. It's so annoying. Yeah, she's just that kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's another awesome life update. Any other updates? I do have another life update. So 
I, for a little while, have been doing some research and just really, really wanting to get more into events because I used to work for an event company when I lived in Utah, and I was obsessed with it. I loved it so much. I also planned a lot of events at Utah State for my sorority and stuff like that, so I've just always loved doing events, and I finally applied for an internship with an event planner and I got accepted and I'm so excited. So I'm going to be helping her plan weddings and proposals and birthday parties and all sorts of events. And then one day I'm going to open my own event company and be a wedding planner. So I'm really excited. Kind of something that I've just been working on. That's very exciting. And I'm proud of you. Thanks. I can't wait to do our first event. We have a wedding next weekend, and it's going to be so beautiful. I think it's in Beverly Hills. And then the weekend after that, we have one in West Hollywood. And then there's a wedding in Joshua Tree later this year, or like Palm Springs, somewhere over there. But yeah, I'm just super excited to learn from her and learn all about the industry. And even just from planning our own wedding, I feel like I learned so much Mm -hmm. about weddings in general. Because I planned the whole thing from scratch, and then it got canceled or postponed because of COVID. So then I replanned the whole thing again, like adjusting everything. So I just feel like I learned a lot about the wedding industry specifically, working with vendors and stuff like that. And I'm actually really glad that we didn't hire a wedding planner just so that I could have that experience myself. I'm excited. That's awesome. Any last life updates before we get into the subject matter of the day? Well, do you have any life updates? I've just been working on school, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Walking, and you, Rocky, and that's it. You graduate next month. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically the topic of love versus lust. So for the topic for today, we're going to go f- over five ways to know you're in love and not just infatuated with someone. Yeah. And basically, if infatuation or lust is kind of when you're just super attracted to somebody and you might think you're in love with them because you get butterflies and you feel very... You're attracted to them. Yeah, you're just super drawn to them, but maybe you only just met them recently or you don't know a ton about them already. And I think sometimes, well, in pretty much every relationship, there's a honeymoon phase. And I think that phase can sometimes be more lustful and infatuation because it's so new and fresh and everything is carefree and happy. That's basically what the honeymoon phase is. It's when you first start a relationship with somebody and everything is smooth sailing because you don't really know their entire personality. You don't know the negative qualities about them and you don't really know things about them that you might not like or you just overlook them because you're so infatuated with them yeah that's true chris how can we tell if something is love or lust (laughs) (laughs) it's like love isn't easy so it's not always lovey-dovey in the honeymoon phase yeah so love is one step further from like all that romance and attracted to that other person and you take it to like commitment and attachment i think with love too you know you're in love when you can have a deep conversation with somebody and you're not just flirty the whole time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you can really connect with somebody and learn about who they are and where they came from and all about their life and it's not just 
surface level things that you're talking about. Yeah, real love accepts the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, that's so true. And your partner doesn't just become like the object of the relationship. Kind of like it's not, you're not with the person for the potential. You're with the person for who they are. So they're not just an object in your desires or in your relationship, but it's somebody that's actually a friend and somebody that you can trust and and talk to. And being infatuated can be like dangerous too, because you can start off your relationship that way and overlook some bad qualities or be super needy and like want to be around them all the time. But if you are in love with the person, you can give them their space and you trust them. And you don't have to be that needy and you're not completely obsessed with that person. You can, like, live without them, but your life is better with them. Oh, I like that. So infatuation can turn into love, right? Or is it, like, two separate things? Well, I guess it just depends. What do you think? Mm, Yeah, I think it can turn into love. Like, maybe you can start out just being attracted to somebody and liking them maybe only for their looks. Like, you don't know a single thing about them, and then you start to talk to them and actually learn about their life and who they are, and then you start to fall in love with them. Yeah, I think that could happen. I think it's hard to, like, say how love happens in general. Yeah, that's true. You can't just say, like, this is how love is. But I think there is definitely a big difference between infatuation and love. Because if you're infatuated with someone, you're in love with the idea with of them, not like yeah. the actual person. Well, that's why infatuation or lust kind of wears off because it's not sustainable to just be flirty with somebody for like months and years even. Yeah. Unless it's like an on and off type of relationship. But if you're with this person all the time and you're actually trying to make a relationship out of it, like you have to get deep with people. And if you're starting to realize that you're, you don't like this person for their personality and all the things that are behind their like face and body, like their actual soul, if you're, if you feel like you're not connecting with that, then you're just infatuated with them. You're not in love. Yeah, maybe. Or you just won't commit to the person. You could be infatuated with them and in love with them, but you just can't commit because that's the whole other step to love is being committed to the person. You can be in love with somebody, but not committed? Yeah, because I could be like, I love you and we get along great and I'm Mm -hmm. attracted to you, but I don't want to be committed to you. So what? Yeah, that's true. That's not like, what would you call that? I don't know. I wouldn't call that love because then I would say if you do truly love somebody, then you would want to commit to them. That's why I'm saying love takes it to the next level and you attach and are committed to the person. Yeah. Okay. I know. I see what you're saying. In the very beginning of a new relationship, every part of the person you're dating is fascinating and all the new details that you're learning about somebody is like so cool because it's so new and that's I think why the honeymoon phase is so exciting because it's way too soon to show the partner's full personality with all of its positives and negatives you know like when you start dating somebody they're obviously not going to show their worst qualities because you kind of want to be on your best behavior and you want to show this person everything that you have to offer that's positive well and I think another thing that people run into is you are looking for like the one the perfect person and then you see the like those qualities in someone but as soon as they don't have something you realize that oh they're not my person or whatever but in real love you realize oh well that's something we might have to work through Mm -hmm. or everyone's not perfect and I'm not gonna find like 
someone that crosses all my boxes and if they do then great but if not it's like you have to work through that and just realize like love is what it is and the person is who they are yeah that's true but you also shouldn't settle like if there's things that are non-negotiable negotiable how do you say that word negotiable (laughs) non-negotiable i'm struggling (laughs) non-negotiable why can't i say it (laughs) i don't know if there's things that are non-negotiable, <laughs> I swear. You're I, making it worse. I swear. I literally can't say it. Non-negotiable. <laughs> non-negotiable. Okay. Let me try one more time. I'm so sorry. Non-negotiable. Oh, I said it. Okay. So if there's things for you that are non-negotiable, then you definitely should make sure that's high priority on your list and you're not just saying like, oh, I'll just date this person because they check off a few boxes okay yeah i agree but your non-negotiables also have to be realistic like they can't be oh a non-negotiable is they have to be a perfect match you know that's just sometimes not the case no i completely agree it has to be realistic but also don't settle there's plenty of people out there and you're gonna find somebody that has most of the things you're looking for or at least most of the important things that you're looking for like actual values and morals and things that are super important when it comes to choosing a partner to be with. But that's more when you're looking for like a long-term partner. If this is just somebody that you're dating, I don't think it's bad to just kind of date around and that way you'll see what you actually are looking for because sometimes you don't even know. Like you might have this checklist or box in your head of what you want your partner to look like or what your perfect partner has but you won't actually know if you want those qualities in somebody until you try it so I think it's important to date around and just see what's right for you you know Mm -hmm. and in a relationship the end of a honeymoon phase I think is completely positive of course everybody loves the honeymoon phase because it's so new and fresh and you're just so giddy all the time but at the end of the honeymoon phase I think that's when you and your partner can actually see each other openly and honestly and decide if the relationship is worth continuing because you're not blinded by that infatuation. So I think at the end of the day, love and infatuation are, they go hand in hand, but love ultimately is infatuation plus commitment and attaching your per- yourself to that person and like accepting the good and the bad and not having a complete unrealistic fantasy about the person and like letting that person be free and not being completely obsessed with them at least like a healthy obsession you know yeah it's kind of all those things into one so how would you describe love like how if somebody were to ask you like i think i'm in love but i'm not sure like what would you say i would say real love accepts the good the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. and it's it's not like a short-term game. It's like a long-term game. Yeah. You know? I completely agree. And if you're doubting if you're in love with somebody, then you probably aren't. I think when you're in love with somebody, you just know. But, I mean, me and Chris said I love you to each other pretty quickly after we started dating. It was like a couple of weeks after we started dating, which is quick for some relationships. Or maybe even longer than some relationships, you know? It's it's so different for, for everybody. But I think when you're in love, you fully trust that person. 
and I posted something on our Instagram the other day, but I think when you're in love with somebody, you fully trust that person and you don't worry about if the things you say are going to start a fight. You, you don't worry about, oh, I can't do this because I don't want my partner to be mad or I can't, you know, say this or bring up my feelings because I don't want to start a fight. You don't worry about that stuff. You, you're just open and honest and you communicate with them and you know, everything is, is good from there. And of course you're going to have fights, but when you have those fights, you handle it with, with grace and respect and honesty. And you're not like calling your partner bad names. Of course, it's easy to get like frustrated and angry and just want to say like, you know, mean, hurtful things because you're angry in the moment. But when you truly love somebody, you talk about it in a way where you can show your anger and you, you know, you might raise your voice a little, but in the end, like you're still listening to them and you're still considering what they're saying and considering their side of the story. Yeah, I agree. And I also think that love, it depends on the person. Love can mean so many different things and people can want different things out of love. So that could be your definition too, you know, and I think that is healthy, but it also is like, that's not going to be the case every time. And it's understanding your partner might be going through something and just like, like I said, commitment and like, being attached to that person and being committed and being like, okay, maybe it's a rough day. I know they didn't mean it, but also, like you said, knowing when the line is crossed and when to, like, step away from relationship. Yeah, that's true. That's a big one. Just knowing that the relationship isn't for you and stepping away. It's hard to break up with somebody, but just knowing that it's not the right thing for you, but then being in that you're just trapping yourself and that's hard too because you're just wasting more time you're wasting the other person's time too and especially if they find out that you're considering breaking up with them or you're not really in it anymore they'll be pissed that you were wasting their time so it's like once you realize that you maybe are just infatuated and it was kind of like a quick fling or you're not completely in love with somebody anymore then I think it's important to voice that and it's like you go through ups and downs and so you have to just be totally committed if you truly love somebody does that make sense yeah and I think that at the end of the day too everyone's relationships or past relationships affect like what they think is love and what they tolerate in a relationship so oh that's a good one the more I mean it really depends on your relationships to be honest And, like, even just seeing your parents' relationships and seeing what you think is love and not love really determines what... Yeah, I think how you were raised, too. Like, even the shows that you grew up watching and your relationship with your parents and seeing your parents' and your grandparents' relationships and just learning more about relationships as you grow up, that's definitely a huge one. Even if you are infatuated with someone, it's not necessarily a bad thing. That's like the start of every relationship. Yeah, no, it's not a bad thing. It can turn into love. Yeah, so, I mean, just notice it and recognize it. And if you are deciding to take it to the next level, you got to realize that that takes commitment and you have to be attached to that person, right? Yeah. And you have to respect that person not that you weren't before, but you also have to give them that freedom and all that kind of stuff. So it's a big step and there are different mm-hmm. lines between infatuation and love. So yeah. just to keep well, an eye out on it. It's important to be loyal, obviously. So it's like if you are really liking somebody, but you can't commit, I don't know, you, you have to just make the boundaries clear. Otherwise, people can get hurt if you guys are both 
say you've been talking or whatever for two months and one person in the party is like in the party I mean by like in between you two somebody is saying like well aren't you ready for like aren't you ready to take this to the next step don't you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend officially and then the other person is like well I don't know if I can commit it's like you first of all don't want to force that person to commit or to be with you because they're probably not going to be loyal if they're not ready and second if you're rushing it you might just be infatuated because you're like oh let's just let's just date like this is so fun but I think it's important to take the time and like really figure out if you guys are good for each other I mean whatever if you guys date and you end up breaking up it doesn't work out like that's fine everybody goes through that And like I said earlier, it's important to date around, but I also think it's important to not to rush into it because you have to be loyal. (laughs) What? I agree. (laughs) You're nodding your head, not saying anything. (laughs) What do you want me to say? Yeah, but I'm just agreeing. Okay, good. I just think my last tip would be to truly tell if you are in love with somebody or just infatuated with them is ask yourself if you can be 100% yourself around them because I think a lot of times in the beginning of relationships and in the honeymoon phase and when you're just starting out you don't really show your full self you're not as goofy and silly around them you're kind of just like I mean you're still yourself but a limited version you know you're just showing the best parts of you and trying not to get too jealous or trying not to be too clingy And I think that when you can fully be yourself and actually share your true feelings with that person, then that's when you're starting to kind of fall in love with them because you want your feelings to be heard and you want to hear their feelings too. So, but everybody starts in the honeymoon phase and everybody starts kind of with lust and infatuation, I think. So obviously none of what we're saying is bad. It's just something to be aware of. Yeah, and I think another thing to consider is if your partner is themselves around you or if they're ever tense or not like acting like themselves you know Mm -hmm. so just to keep that in mind too because you could be infatuated with someone and they could totally not be infatuated with you yeah that's true or you could be in love with someone and they're just infatuated with you so you have to be careful with that as well that's the hardest thing about relationships i think is that the whole relationship can be so different depending on the dynamic of each person. Like, somebody can just want, like, a friendship and somebody is, like, has a huge crush or whatever. There's just... You never know. So communicating with the person is the most important thing so that you can actually figure out how they're feeling and there's no confusion. And, you know, if if they're not looking for what you're looking for, then it's time to kind of move on, you know? Yeah. Another one of my favorite things or, like, tips, I guess, is to bring the person that you're starting to date or talk to around your friends. Because I think your friends and family and the people that care about you, they have your absolute best interest at heart and they are going to just pick up on the vibes of that person like right away. And I feel like the people that you love, they're just going to tell, you know, they're just going to be able to know and feel the intentions of that person. As cheesy as it sounds, I think it's really so true. Like, don't you just feel like... When one of our friends, like, brings their significant other around, we just, like, know how it's going to end up, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. 
Sometimes. I think it depends. People change with who they're with, too, so... No, yeah, I'm just saying, like, for the most part... Yeah, you could tell if someone's, like, not themselves around yeah. their other, but that's just how it is. Yeah, that's just how life goes, so be careful out there, guys. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. And just a reminder, if you feel like leaving a review on the Apple podcast app, that would be really nice. And we would really appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Bye.